Welcome to another episode of the Wad GOP Report. My guest today is Scott Stevenson. Scott, welcome to the program. Thank you very much. It's a real pleasure to be here. Yeah, we're happy to happy to chat with you. So, Scott, tell us a little bit about uh, yourself. What's your background? How'd you come to Washington State, and and what are you what are you doing now? Absolutely, I'd love to. So, yeah, my name is Scott Stevenson. I'm running for Congress in uh, District Eight. I'm the only America First candidate in the race in that district. Um, I'm not a politician not a lawyer. Uh, I've never run for office before. Um, and honestly, I'm proud of that fact. I'm exercising my right as a citizen of the United States to, uh, to run for office. And uh, it's a real honor to do so. A little background about me. Uh, I graduated summa cum laude from Michigan with a degree in aerospace engineering. I have a master's degree in also in aerospace engineering from MIT. Uh, in my career, I've worked for NASA. I've worked for the Department of Defense. Uh, I started the, one of the very first internet search engines in 1995. It's called Webcrawler. Uh, some of you uh, listeners may have heard of it. Uh, overall, I've spent 30 years in tech, so I've been working in that field for a long time. Currently, I lead global product launches for Alexa at Amazon. So everything I work on and I and I uh, I deliver uh, touches billions of people worldwide. So uh, it's been an, a great career wow. already. Um, through this 30 years, I think I've learned a couple of really big things. One, I've learned how to solve really, really difficult problems. Uh, and I've learned how to bring people together, coalitions of people, uh, with different and competing goals uh, to solve those problems. And I think both of those skills developed over those decades is going to help me really well in Congress. Uh, I've lived in Washington for 25 years. I have a, a happy family life. Uh, I have a crazy crazy household. I have three 13-year-olds. Wow. Uh, which is which is wild. Uh, <laughs> two boys and a girl. Uh, it is never dull in the household, as you might imagine. I'm sure. Uh, having a blast, and they're great. And, uh, and you know, everybody told me teenage years would be hard, but I'm loving it. So uh, it, it's great. It reminds me of what it was like to be that age. So having a blast. Uh, just to summarize, overall, I'm just a normal guy. Uh, and I'm really just trying to provide for my family and, uh, and just like all of you listeners. So uh, uh, there's a lot going on. I know we'll talk about what's happening in, in uh, America right now, but uh, that's a little bit about me. Yeah, so uh, as you said, what, what has motivated you to kind of jump into a congressional race? Kind of what are, what are the factors that you see? I think we can all look at the direction of our country, and there's a lot to be yeah. dissatisfied about and frustrated about, but uh, kind of what's really motivating you? Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot to be dissatisfied about. I mean, over the past few years, I think we've all watched as the radical left uh, has really, really pushed the agenda uh, to, to, to scary places. Um, frankly, we've seen the, the weak establishment right really get trampled over in the process. And, and the loser here is, the, is our Constitution, our divinely inspired document. Um, it's just being, uh, it's being trampled on, and uh, our God-given rights are frankly being eroded in front of our very eyes by what's happening. Um, you know, I'm, I'm 54 years old, been around a while. Uh, I've certainly never seen anything like this in my life. And there are no signs that this is going to let up at all. It's only getting worse. Um, you know, it's more and more the worse and worse every day when you wake up, when uh, you look at the news or, or read your, you know, read your favorite uh, post. It's just, it's terrifying what's going on. Just a few things that, that, really, uh, that really have shocked me. Uh, our election was clearly stolen. There were things going on uh, at a very broad level, um, which which the you know elect free elections are the underpinnings of our republic. So that is obviously something we need to dig deeply into. Uh, our children are being indoctrinated in our in our schools. Uh, this is money that we're paying. 
that is being used to essentially turn our children against us. Um, and that is a, a very scary thing. And not only are they being indoctrinated, but they're also being they're being groomed and sexualized uh, by money that's being spent uh, that, that we pay in taxpayer dollars. I think it's clear to everyone our economy is in complete shambles right now. I mean, we have, you know, 7%, 8% consumer price index rise. We have over 10% producer price index rise. Um, The average American family is expected to pay uh, $2,000 a a year more next year for gas and another $1,000 for food. Sorry, yeah, this year, not next year. Um, That is obviously money that families don't have. So the middle class family is is totally being eroded as part of what's going on. Um, and we're also told endless lies. Uh, I don't know about you, but it's hard to know what the truth is anymore. What's coming out of the mouths of our politicians and our so-called leaders, uh, it changes every day. And frankly, I don't even know what to believe uh, anymore. Our laws are not being enforced at all. We see this. I mean, right here in, our, in Seattle, our neighboring city, you know, we have laws. Uh, they're not being enforced. We've lost over 400 police officers over the last two years. That's one-third of our force. We've only managed to bring 13 new recruits on. Uh, so that our laws are not being enforced. Our DAs aren't enforcing those laws. Uh, criminals get picked up, they get taken to jail, and they get let go again. And uh, I have friends who are police officers. They're at the point now where they know these people by name. They can actually tell where the crime go, where the crime is happening. They can guess who it is that's the perpetrator of the crime. I mean, this kind of situation cannot be allowed to stand. And then lastly, uh, we have an invasion going on in our country. Our border is not being protected. Uh, We we had about 1.7 million uh, people attempt to make it into the country last year. Some of them were apprehended. Many of them made it in. Um, We are expecting, uh, we were getting 200,000 a month now at the end of uh, Title 42 on May 23rd. It's estimated the numbers will go up to 400,000 people coming into our country each month, which is an insane number of unvetted people, most of them single males. Uh, we don't know. We don't have any idea who these people are. We don't have any idea how they'll contribute. Uh, it, and it's undermining, frankly, the uh, the way we do uh, immigration in this country. And so one of my one of the things, besides as part of locking down the border, I want to make uh, immigration a privilege again. There are people who are who have been waiting for years, going through the law process. They have documented what they'll add to this country, and I want to make sure that those people uh, get to come into this country legally under the processes we have. So. So um, to sum this all up, uh, I'm, I'm honestly really angry about the state of where we are as a country, uh, and I'm afraid for our future as a republic. I, I can't sit back anymore. You know, I have a good job. Uh, I have, uh, you know, I have a happy family life, and it, it's fairly low stress in terms of how I live. But I can't just sit back. I cannot sit back anymore. We, our shining city on the hill is being destroyed, and I honestly have to fight. Um, and I'm a fighter, always have been for my life, and uh, we need to send people like me who are fighters to Washington, D.C., and we need to push back against all of this. It's no longer sufficient to hold the line. <clears throat> Excuse me. We absolutely have to take back what's being taken from us. Uh, and so, so that's why I'm running. And that's right. what I'll do. Uh, so a couple, a couple follow-up questions kind of first. Uh, how, what's your plan to win? I mean, obviously, because you can't fix things unless we can win yep. and flip the flip the eighth congressional district, and this is an important seat. Obviously, I, I believe Kim Schreier is very vulnerable 
Uh, but kind of if, if you're the nominee, you win the Republican primary, how, how are you going to win? How are you going to make sure we win this race? Absolutely. I agree. She's, I agree. She's very, uh, she's very vulnerable. Um, I think the, my strategy is, first off, that uh, there, is this, uh, there is this red wave. Some would call it a red tsunami that's coming uh, across the country. Uh, a lot of that's being driven by the America First people who are really, really upset in the ways I just described. Um, and my strategy is to really get out there and let people know, I'm already getting out there, but get out there more and let people know, I hear you. I understand you. I can be your voice. I will be your representative. I will take these issues to Congress and I will, uh, I will begin to take back America working with you. So this is not a case where I'll, I, would, I would just be elected and I would go. I expect that I will have a continuing relationship with all of my constituency and they will push together with me. And I want to reach out to these people, many of whom uh, feel disenfranchised or disaffected, like they're not being heard. And I meet these people on the street every day, and I talk to them. Um, and my my goal is to reach out and uh, to give these people a voice. Uh, and I think there's just so much pent up uh, and latent frustration, um, and giving and providing that voice to the people. I think will really be my is really my strategy for winning. So great. And uh, I think one of the one of the other questions I had is is obviously we're hoping we retake the majority in Congress. We need five seats to replace Nancy Pelosi, get her out of there, get Correct. a Republican majority. Uh, the challenge for the next two years is, of course, Biden's still going to be in office. So how yes. how do you see us able to put in place kind of a conservative agenda? Should you be in Congress for the next two years? Kind of what is that going to look like? What are the bills that you would prioritize? And then how do we get those through? Because I think that's what a lot of people are frustrated about is Washington, D.C. as a as a system, as a place. Uh, it's where maybe good ideas go to die. And <laughs> yeah. there's not a lot of good ideas that come out it's of there. And all the bad it, ideas just keep getting rammed through. So yeah. I guess what's kind of your plan and strategy there? If you are successful, if you're there, um, how are you going to get stuff done? Yeah, absolutely. So and I was just talking about the red wave. Um, and, I, and I honestly believe that that this time around we're going to get a bunch of America First people, uh, fighters in place that are not the kind of people that do business as usual. Um, and we've already got some of those people. We've got the Matt Gateses and uh, Marjorie Taylor Greens and others in, in Congress who are very, uh, very vocal. And uh, what they need is they need more partners. And so this time around we're going to get a, uh, a significant size group in there. And honestly, I hate to use this word, but we can build our own squad. Uh, we'll have a strong group of conservatives who are very strong, very vocal. Uh, they're fighters who bring different ideas uh, to Congress, and my intention is is to align myself with them, um, and we will work together to drive for the things that are going to block a lot of the issues that I just talked about. Um, so the next two years, the way I see this is that um, it, you know, even if we don't have a majority, our goal really is to uh, to block any further things and pave the way for the 2024 election. Um, there are a bunch of things we need to do. First thing I want to tackle is I want to adjudicate the 2020 election. I want to understand what happened there. Um, we need to figure out what, what happened. We need to hold people accountable. That's going to be a big part of it. Um, there are definitely a lot of things we can do, uh, hearings-wise, uh, in Congress, in order to get to the bottom of that. Because if we don't have uh, election integrity, we don't have a republic. So that's off the top of it. Um, on the education side, um, I think you've all been seeing what's been going on in Florida with Governor DeSantis. Um, we can do similar things at the federal level, where we can block uh, things like CRT. 
um, for sure from happening, especially with our taxpayer dollars. So again, we have people that are like-minded in Congress that will be in as part of this red wave. I'll be aligning with them on that. And then on the national security side, I think these are, this is my third and top issue. Um, we'll be locking down the border. We're going to finish building the wall. Um, we've already paid the money. There's no reason not to finish it. We need to stem the tide of, of illegal immigration into this country. We need to fund Border Patrol. We need to support Border Patrol. And we need to empower ICE to get out there and find the people who came into this country illegally and deport them. And then lastly, I will put forward articles of impeachment against uh, Secretary Mayorkas, uh, he is uh, broken his, his uh, he's the Secretary of Homeland Security. He's broken his oath to the American people and he's allowing our country to be invaded. So those are, those are the things. Also, um, I know that these, this group of, uh, of uh, conservatives that will come in as part of this red wave and connecting with the ones that are already there, there's definitely a case to be made for impeachment against, uh, uh, against the Biden regime, and I intend to, to be part of that when we get there. So these things together will, will at, the, at the bare minimum, block the continuing onslaught on our country, but I think I'm more optimistic that we'll actually be able to, to roll back the clock on a lot of these things. Yeah. Uh, any any final final thoughts? Anything you'd like uh, people listening to know about you, about the campaign, how they can find out more information about you? Yeah, thanks a lot. So I just want to thank uh, thank you again for having me today. It's been a real pleasure to be here. I just want to remind everybody, um, I'm an America First candidate, the only one for District Eight Congress. I'm I'm a fighter. I'm going to fight for you every single day to save our country. Um, we're really I really believe that we have two years to really save our republic. Um, I don't think we have longer than that. These next two years are critical for paving the way to where we're going to be in 2024, where we'll have a presidential election, um, which will really be uh, when we when we start to take everything back. I am um, just want to let everyone know that we're having events all over the district. Uh, you can go to the website. There's an events page. <clears throat> Excuse me. Reach out. Uh, you can reach out to us for dates. Uh, you can uh, email us at info at scott the number four wa eight dot com, or uh, you can find us on Twitter at at scott the number four wa eight. So please reach out. I, I guarantee we'll get back to you. Want to hear from everybody? Um, this is very much a participatory participatory uh, race. And elections, so don't hesitate to reach out. Love to hear from you. Love to talk about the future of America with you and figure out together how we can take it back. Great. That's Scott Stevenson running for 8th Congressional District. What's your website uh, again? Just so it's, people have uh, that. Scott Stevenson for the number four congress.com. All right. Scott yeah. Stevenson for congress.com. Yeah. There you go. All right. Thank you, Scott, for joining us, and we'll talk to everybody later. Mm-hmm.